0: Hi, I'm B. Hi, I'm Audrey. This is Triple F Dodcast. The podcast where we vent about those faithful furry fucks we call our own.
1: So I was thinking, I'd, I don't know if this is like a real topic or what, but um, Sherlock has an infection on his paw.
0: He has an infection so, in his paw? Yes. You said you said paw so sheepishly. I thought you were going to say a different P word.
1: Like his penis? <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so he has a paw infection. What does that mean? He got a wound?
1: He started obsessively licking his paw, and he, like, licked it raw, basically. And I got him the cone until I was able to take him to the vet because, like, I have to go to work. And then we took him to the vet, and they did a test, and they said it was an infection. So he's on antibiotic and anti-inflammatory, and he has to wear the cone. And every time he comes in from outside, we have to do, like, a paw soak. So, it's yeah. like, a little pet peeve. <laughs> is,
0: it, is it that he had a wound that he licked, and then it got infected? Or is it that he licked his foot raw, and that got infected? I don't know. Poor boy.
1: Because the same day I was supposed to take him to the vet, my friend got hit by a truck. <gasps> Please, <fuck. laughs> what? So I was like, I was like, Chris, I need you to take him to the vet because I have to deal with this.
0: What? Someone got hit by a truck?
1: Yeah, I mean, luckily, like, she wasn't didn't have to be hospitalized. She just like walked away with a couple like scrapes, but it was still pretty like traumatizing. Yeah. You know, um, getting hit by a truck in Brooklyn.
0: Jesus. Lo lived in the city for three years, and she's still, like, now that we're in Los Angeles, she still just steps out in front of cars. She's like, they'll stop. Still? When... <laughs> no, they won't stop. They don't stop in Los Angeles. Well, poor Sherlock. I'm.
1: Poor thing. So, it got me thinking because I'm getting very frustrated with him. Because he's not, like, wanting to... Listen to me.
0: Yeah. What does he...
1: Right Sherlock, mommy wants to strangle you sometimes, huh? <laughs> what,
0: what is he not cooperating with?
1: So before we got, like, the diagnosis from the vet, what we were doing is when he was in the house, we would put the cone on, and when we'd go outside for a walk, I'd put a booty on his paw so that, you know, nothing would get in it. Right. And he's walked in booties before, and he walks just fucking fine. But he was refusing To walk with the one booty On his one paw And he was It was such a fucking nightmare Just walking him around the block Oh my gosh. He was putting up Such a fucking fight
0: he, He's okay if he wears Four booties at once But something about the one booty He didn't want to leave the house like that He felt underdressed
1: <laughs> But then we were like I don't know like if it's he was limping. Oh, sorry. That weed I guess. So,
0: yeah. <laughs> it's cool. I um I smoked like this morning, so that's probably why I couldn't figure out Skype when we were trying to call each other.
1: Yeah, I like haven't smoked in such a long time and I went to a party last night and I had I smoked and then someone gave me an edible and they just passed the fuck out when I got home. <laughs> yeah. For twelve hours and I'm still <laughs> tired. <laughs> When I looked at the clock this morning, I was like, what the fuck happened? Anyway, I'm fine. So, Sherlock was driving me fucking insane. Right, Sherlock? And then we would take it the booty off and he would walk just perfectly fine. He just wouldn't. I'm like, I'm just trying to protect this fucking paw.
0: He doesn't want protection.
1: Apparently not. So, I said fuck it to the booty because... Not like I didn't buy a brand-new pair of, like, $70 dog boots or whatever, but.
0: If he doesn't want it, he doesn't want it. You can't really force him.
1: I, like, was like, I won't use the paws because those aren't breathable if he has a wound. So I got, like, these nice-ass Canadian-made ones. $70.
0: You think he'll ever use them again?
1: He's going to. (laughs)
0: you got to make him.
1: I will make him. That was unacceptable. And then, like, the paw soak, he's just giving me a hard time. So, I don't know, like, how to, like, not lose my cool.
0: I remember when I used to do a lot of dog sitting, like, training board out of my house. You know, sometimes I'd have two or three puppies at a time between the ages of three, four months and a year. And... Sometimes I would just get so frustrated, even though I know what to do and and how to deal with um, naughty dogs. The answer is usually like patience and compassion, and sometimes it's hard to get to that place when you're you're mad. I would remember sometimes I would have a hand on those dogs' collars, and I would be clenching my jaw and grinding my teeth so hard to keep the frustration in me and not to like yank on that collar or yank on the dog in any way. It's really
1: hard. It's hard sometimes because I, I mean, I literally was like, I like pulled his little face at me and I was like, go to the fucking bathroom, Sherlock. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, just go.
0: Yeah, it's it's annoying. Sometimes they do stuff that's really, really annoying. Um, And it's hard because most of the time us losing our cool is going to make it worse. The dog is going to uh, be afraid or confused and probably walk away from the situation before we, we get what we're looking for.
1: Yeah. How do you keep your cool? I mean, luckily I had Chris with me. So I was just like, I need you to just like take the leech right now because I can't do this.
0: I don't know. It's, it's hard. And it's actually a really good question that you brought up because, Like, if you're out on a walk, that's really tricky. Um, I think for two reasons. One, you're not close to home. And uh, when your dog feels out of control or hard to manage on the walk, it's kind of scary and and annoying in a different way just because you're you're out on the street. Uh, And then you have a leash, which is really easy to, like, yank your dog around on a leash if you're frustrated. Because if you're frustrated at home or you're working on, like, a training opportunity in your yard or something and you're frustrated, you can just go to a different room and ignore your dog for a while. Yeah, which is what I recommend um, is if you Mm -hmm. feel yourself getting to like a temper place is to just separate yourself and cool down before you reassess the situation. But that's hard to do when you're out on a walk. Um, I guess just deep breathing, just like tie your dog to a tree and do a little yoga on the sidewalk if you need to. Oh my gosh, right. I saw a person doing yoga in the um, grocery store parking lot yesterday.
1: I mean, I feel that. Grocery store shopping is <laughs> stressful.
0: Yeah, you need to pop a down dog in the parking lot. Um, So, happy
1: belated birthday. Oh, thank you. Also, congratulations. And congratulations to me, too, for both quitting our jobs.
0: Oh, I was trying, I was like, what is this congratulations for? Yeah, I put in my two weeks notice on Friday.
1: Congratulations.
0: Yeah, getting out of that shit situation.
1: Amen. I put mine in on Monday, but I have to work until the end of September. Or beginning of September, sorry. So that's, like Labor Day.
0: So you got like a four-week. You put in a four-week notice is what you did. Yeah, I did. Wait, I it,
1: went in trying to get two, but I
0: you, got But tired. that's the thing about a two-week notice is she cannot physically make you come in.
1: I know she cannot physically make me do anything, but I got talked into doing, working until the end of the month.
0: Well, as long as you don't let her talk you into another month.
1: Oh God, don't even say that. No,
0: I'm going to say it because I know you're the type. No, I think she's going to try. Yeah. No, I think she's going to try for sure. That's why two weeks is the perfect length of time.
1: Well, yeah, but she, I mean, she was like, that's just not enough time. I'm like, I have to hire someone else and find someone new, and you have to do all that. And I'm like, actually, I don't.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, you you don't. What are you going to do? What's the plan?
1: No fucking idea. I think I'm going to travel for like 10 days or so, like go somewhere by myself. And then I have to just job search.
0: Yeah. I hate to say it, but I'm probably just going to like walk dogs for a while. I mean, I'm in school anyway, and I just can't. I can't have honestly, another job that's as high responsibility as the one I just had. I need to do something that's, like, super chill.
1: Honestly, dog walking what, and, like, sitting was, like, the best job for me to have while I was in school because I rarely had to, like, interact with people. Yep. I was just, like, with the dogs, and I was, like, it got me, like, outside and, like, every day, like, being active, which was nice. Yeah. I just the only thing I didn't like was I felt like it just took time away from me being with my dog, but
0: yeah, that's that's always the thing is i I have a hard time doing like overnight dog sitting anymore because now I have my own dogs. I mean, I need a dog sitter for my dogs if I'm gonna go sit someone else's dogs. And I know a bunch of professional dog sitters who love animals and don't have any of their own pets because they can't.
1: Well, here's the thing is when you're a dog walker or sitter, you can make your own rules. So you can strictly just be a walker. Right. right. You don't have to take overnight jobs.
0: Right. And that's, um, I mean, like going back, I did dog walking and dog sitting for so many years. Going back to it being like, well, I'm not really taking training clients. I'm just taking walking clients. And I can't do overnight um I can just do walking, and that's going to, like, simplify my life a lot. I'm just going to have to resist the temptation to do more because you and I both do that thing where yeah, we just say yes um, to the people who employ us, and we suddenly realize we're working seven days a week, ten hours a yeah. day.
1: Yeah, I mean, training was awful doing during school. Yes. It was just so much extra stress mm-hmm. and, like, weight added mm-hmm. to already going to school I mean I would wake up at like 3 a.m. and like literally start getting up and getting dressed because I thought I was late for an appointment god hated it yeah I was like I do not need this
0: I just I got to the the point with dog training when I eventually got to the point where it was my only, my own clients were my only source of income. I was no longer working for a company that offered dog training. I was just a dog trainer. I was so adamant about, one, making as much money as I could, and two, uh, making a name for myself, which was stupid because I already had a name, um, that I would take any job that came my way. Any fucking yeah. job. And that's how I ended up in those situations, like really dangerous situations with dogs that were outside of my um, ability to help them and uh, working with people who were just miserable people. And just ended up like, oh, I, I hate this job, but it was because I wasn't picking good gigs. And so now coming back into it, I'm being yeah. pickier. I don't need to work seven days a week. Um, and I have a couple, do- a handful of dog training clients, but I meet the dogs first. And I um, make sure I like the owners and think the owners are going to put some effort in because if there's none of that, then what is even the point of the stress of trying to make training appointments yeah. if they're not going to fucking do what you've asked them to do in the time in between? And then you get there and they're all angry and pissed off at their dog. Uh, speaking on yeah. what, you, what you started the episode with is being frustrated is a lot of people don't even call the dog trainer until they get to that point where they've lost their cool on their dog for some reason. And that's just too, too late to make fast improvement. It's just going to take weeks or months to undo that sort of stuff. When are you and I going to open up our own place? It just sounds like the worst thing we could ever do. (laughs) (laughs) Like, There's um, a little dog training um, shop in my neighborhood, you know, just like a little storefront and uh, it's got like a big open room with some floor mats to do some training, and I'm sure it's got a couple rooms in the back and it's got some product on the shelves. And that was my dream for so many years to have a place like that. And then I think about the fact that if I were a small business owner for a dog training place, that I would literally work 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. every single day and still have to be like on my feet teaching classes for a long time. I wouldn't be able to uh, afford to hire anyone, which I know because I worked at a, a startup doggy daycare and they didn't have any money to hire anyone, including the money to pay me appropriately for what I was, what I was doing there. No, I don't want to open a dog training place with you. <laughs> this Thank is good you. enough. I can do a Thank podcast you. at home. Like, I could do a podcast at home, like a little bit high and sitting in my elastic, you know, waistband. I don't. Yeah. I don't need to open a dog training place. I am going to film a YouTube series. That's very exciting. Do you have a name for it? Um, No. No, not at all. I'm going to do just like the dictionary of cues, like the name, touch, sit, lay, stay, wait, leave it, drop it. Just like all the basic. I'll do like one video for yeah. each. Um, I can record the talking, but I need to like film a bunch of footage of the dogs doing it so I can cut the dogs in and that takes another person. So I'm just waiting until Lo has the time to spare, but <laughs> which is fine. You know, she's got like a real person job and works nine to six. Good every for day. for her. I know. Um, clearly, you know, every time you have a birthday, you have to like analyze what you've achieved in your life so far. Not much. Was know, my, right. <laughs> was my, uh, my assessment of the last 27 years not much a lot of time wasted with dogs I'll tell you that much and a lot of money wasted on dogs
1: <laughs> oh yeah yeah I don't know this last year was just pure hell for me so
0: okay tell me about all of the traveling you did in regards to your uh, job
1: it wasn't that much traveling in regards to my job it was just a lot of traveling like within the last like two months kicked it off with Um, We went to a trade show in Las Vegas. It's like the largest pet trade show. It's called Super Zoo. And that was for four days we were in Vegas for, um, which was fun. I enjoyed the dry heat. I felt like a lizard.
0: (laughs) Just basking (laughs) in the sun.
1: Yeah, I loved it. I was like, man, I miss the dry heat because in New York, it's just humid and awful.
0: If it makes you feel any better for the last month, it's been humid in Los Angeles. And we're all freaking out because we don't know how to deal with it. Like our clothes are just wet all the time. I'm used to my sweat drying. And apparently (laughs) that's not a thing that happens in the humidity. No, it's awful. So you were there for a a pet trade show.
1: So we were exhibitors. So I really, unfortunately, didn't get to walk the show very much. Um, I just had to like man the booth, which was boring as hell. Um, but I did see they have like these intense like grooming competitions, and like some of these poodles, it was fucking insane. They would like carve like landscapes onto the onto Uh the sides of the poodles, and then dye it. I saw like a dinosaur scene like on the side of the poodle.
0: They're the um the like inter not I don't international is probably wrong, but like national poodle carving competition is um in Pasadena, Pasadena, California every year. So when when yeah, so when we worked at the um in, in Pasadena, which I intended to not say the name of the company I worked for and now I just name dropped the not only the store but it's location we would rent out tables in the grooming salon to the people who were bringing in their poodles it was like a grooming convention it's not like every poodle there was like carved but um and that's probably not the word but that's basically what it is they like feed their dog special food so that the coat grows really long and thick and then they just like they they carve them though that's what they do they sculpt their poodle it's like a hedge oh man And then they, like, spray paint them, airbrush them. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. And what did you see? You didn't get to, like, see um, any fancy products or anything like that?
1: No, I didn't, to be honest. I was, like, I just had to work this stupid boot the whole time, and I really wanted to, like, go walk around. Your boss sucks. I know. She's the worst. So it's fine. I'm bailing, so...
0: I was going to ask you what the like stupidest invention you saw is, but we don't even get to go there.
1: You know who I did meet was the people shed defender.
0: Ooh! Oh, my God. Did you buy yeah. one?
1: No, because I didn't have time to leave the fucking booth. Otherwise, I would have gone and bought one. And I was like, what do you do about short legs? And i like, just cut the legs off. The Great.
0: <laughs> product. I was like, Okay. Okay, that's um. I wish you would just do that for me and sell it as an option.
1: Well, I guess the fabric doesn't fray, so like you can just like cut it to whatever length you need to for your dog. If okay. your dog has short legs. fair, but they were they were Jill. They had just like the big old Bernese Mountain dog, like walking around in like this Spanx looking outfit all the time. <laughs> Jesus it's so funny.
0: The there's, my dogs are shedding real bad. I mean, like. Really really working to blow those undercoats I have giant Giant furry tumbleweeds All over the house You need to get a vacuum I have a broom And like a hand vacuum I had a vacuum and all the dog hair broke it And I don't I don't feel like buying a $500 vacuum right now Vacuums are fucking expensive
1: Mm, Yeah you know You should just get a robot vacuum
0: I tried to pitch it, but Lowe was like, I don't think we need one. I was like, okay. She doesn't just, know
1: what she's missing out on. I'll just
0: live in the hair. You know, it's like you put lotion. I'll lo- just live put, in the hair. You put, like, lotion on your face, and then uh-huh. you kiss your dog. Or not even, you don't even kiss your dog. You just, like, let the normal, like, circulation of air in your apartment blow hair onto your sticky face. It's gross. Dogs, Dogs are annoying. Yeah, the way you put it. Really? Really. I mean,
1: yeah, the robot vacuum changed my life. We have not had to vacuum period in months.
0: Do dogs have belly buttons?
1: <gasps> no.
0: <laughs> they do. They do have
1: Oh, no, they do. They do because they're attached to an umbilical cord. Yeah, they have to have belly buttons.
0: They do have belly buttons.
1: Where is it? Sure like <laughs> <laughs> Show me your belly button oh, fun. Did I already find it? <laughs> I think I found it You
0: found it I'm on, I'm on <laughs> Yahoo questions What are really cute girl dog names?
1: My favorite is when kids
0: name dogs <laughs> <laughs> And the parents actually let them do it Yeah
1: So like Pickle
0: pickle is a great name for a dog though yeah
1: i also am a fan of um there's this one dog that comes in whose name is cheese
0: cheese that's great it's like cheddar from brooklyn Nine. have you nuts have you nuts yes yes i have seen cheddar <laughs> okay i was gonna oh, say one God. you should watch the show it's a good show too there's a fucking corgi in it i thought you had yeah, like a shows a- up from time to time I, I uh, thought you had a, a corgi sense, just like a little um, radar that beeps in your head. Okay, what are some really cute girl dog names? I'm getting a new chihuahua puppy tomorrow, and I can't think of any names. I already have a boy chihuahua named Boo I know, really <laughs> stupid. My mom named him. Please help. Best answer. Sammy, Simba, Pokey, Lucky, Jasmine, Molly, Bella, Lucy, Maggie. These are pretty boring. I hate all those names. Nikki. Uh, no, these are, these this, are like human human names. This is so. we've had
1: this conversation. I we are not fans of people naming dogs human names like that. I just think um, you, but then but then sometimes it's fucking hilarious when I meet like this dog and I'm like, what's this dog's name? And they say Jim. And I just burst into laughter and because I, it's, his fucking name is Jim.
0: I think that's the point. Um is that it's supposed like, to be like ironic. But like
1: I don't know there's a line somewhere like it's funny when it's like oh like this is my dog Pamela like that's hilarious but like oh this is Molly I'm like oh yeah Because it's like a child's name <laughs> okay
0: I <don't> <laughs> so I I searched the words pet dog and this one's in all caps how can I train my pet dog okay how can I train my pet dog? The breed of my dog is Dash Hunt. Can you help me? D-A-S-H-H-U-N-T. Dash hunt. That's not a real breed. No. But someone was really nice and like gave them like a full write up about like how to crate train and how to potty train because obviously this person is gonna need some help.
1: Yeah, that's such a problem, like people are just getting dogs because they're cute.
0: Good family pet slash guard dog. Oh my God, this person is like, you can get these dogs, but um, don't get an aggressive dog just because, oh, it is 99% more likely to injure a family member or a friend than ever to bite a burglar. If you really fear for your family safety, get a shotgun. (laughs) Oh my God. That is a good point though, that like I've, I worked with people um, in the pet stores that would come in with like the worst the worst breed that that this person could possibly get, something like a Cane Corso or a Rottweiler or some giant Mastiff thing. And they come in and they specifically say um, that they're going to train the dog to be a guard dog. And there's, you know, I would always try to say just like provide your dog a lot of love and affection and your dog will be possessive of your home. And if there's an actual situation, your dog will probably react. But to teach a reaction into your dog is just asking for a problem. And I literally had people send their dogs to like canine, like police training boot camp where they teach your dog how to um, latch on and like thrash Mm. on like, you know, on a bike glove.
1: Shit.
0: And, you know, it eventually comes down to, first of all, it's like several thousand dollars um, and then the dog's not safe around your children. You have to keep the dog in like a fucking cage in the backyard. Um, it's no just no, and I don't know. It is just a really common reason that people get dogs in the first place is they're thinking about a protection animal, and that cannot be the reason you get a dog. It just really can't be. I um no. This guy says get get a shotgun or like you know an alarm system. Um, we'll do better work for you than a dog. Yeah, exactly. I have a German shepherd. Okay. I have a German <laughs> shepherd. And when someone knocks on the door, she goes to the back of the apartment and fucking hides. She's useless. And I don't think she would have yes. been any better had I sent her to like police school. I think she would have been. She's too sweet. She's too sweet. She would have been so scared. And then it would have <sighs> ruined, it would ruin my perfect, beautiful baby who doesn't want to hurt anyone.
1: Like being on The Bachelor, you've got to be doing it for the right reasons.
0: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Just like The Bachelor. Um, There's a house down the the street from me that has a German Shepherd and two, like, ratty-ass Maltese or, like, Lhasa Apso or something mixes that they never groom. Um, And sometimes they're inside, but a lot of the times they're outside. And if we walk our dogs past, they like to, like, you know, bark at each other around at the gate. And there's only like one little hole through the fence that like the dogs can kind of stick their little snoots through and chomp. So I just had been keeping them away from that hole, but I'll let them sniff the dogs through the fence just because it's a little (laughs) bit of social interaction, I guess. Um, But those dogs are just batshit barking, screaming, and my dogs just kind of like sniff them and get excited and wag their tail. That's so cute. They got a fourth dog recently. (laughs) It's this little chihuahua thing. And... um, the hole that the all the other dogs can fit their little noses through this chihuahua can fit his like head and shoulders through. <gasps> and so like I How does he reach up to the top though? How does I no, use no, that hole? The hole's on the ground. The hole is at the bottom level of the fence. So he just puts his oh little my God. he just puts his little head through. And um Oh shit. <laughs> so like now I've been crossing the street because I don't want like the explosion of barking to tempt this little chihuahua to come um trying to get through the hole and so i I went on the same walk today that i usually take the girls on in the morning and i saw this like little flash of something run down the street and Mm. i looked up and i didn't see anything so i thought it was like the shadow of a bird or something whatever i was like okay um turned down the street and saw that little chihuahua outside of its house and it chased me and my german shepherd and my little husky it like chased us like two blocks and my dogs, speaking that's of that's speaking of dogs pissing you off, my leave it did not fucking work this morning. My dogs oh, were, so my f- were so fucking into the fact that this little dog was chasing them. Freya wanted to eat it so badly. And um, a spooky thought, oh, my God. a dream came true. And like my dogs don't try to pull out of their harnesses or anything. And they were trying to escape their gear to go get this dog. And I had to do that thing where you wrap the leash around their neck and you make like a little um, temporary choke. Collar. Oh yeah, yeah. And I had to just like, like pick, like I had to like wrap the leashes around their necks and then like drag them down the street like they were fucking suitcases to get them oh away. oh My God! Because this little dog was chasing us, so every time I could like convince the dogs to walk with me, it would run up another six feet, and my dogs would stop and be like, "But we gotta eat the Chihuahua." What do you d- fucking do in that situation? Like, think God. Thank God it was a little dog because people in my neighborhood walk, walk their large breed dogs off the leash all the fucking time. I was like, well, I don't want to kick it in the face, but if, if it bit either of my dogs while they were on the leash, my dogs would have turned around and killed that dog in an instant. You think? That, yeah, that dog weighed like four pounds, Audrey. Oof. Like Freya's like 70 pounds. She, if that dog bit her, she would bite that dog back and it would be over. I hate, just was so upset. I was so upset. I was yelling at I was like, go home. Go home where, where you're not going to get hit by a car or bitten by somebody's leash dog. Just like, go home. And he was like, no, I own this entire fucking neighborhood. He's <laughs> just like, oh my God. And he's t- new. He's new. He chased us two blocks. That's like a ways away from his house. And then he went back and I watched him. When he finally decided he wasn't going to follow us anymore, he went back to his house. Oh my gosh I know I was really upset What's that oh and here's another very similar situation I have a dog that I'm working with um he's like a big black lab and he's a little reactive on the leash nowhere near the worst case I've ever seen um he doesn't like get super aggressive barky he just sorts of like woof woof when he sees a bike or a skateboard yeah um and they live down in the arts district where I live so there's a lot of hustle and bustle on the streets um, and so we've been working on the reactivity and we've been talking about body blocks. We've been talking about avoiding situations. We've been talking about, um, walking defensively and keeping your eyes up so you can see another dog or a skateboard or whatever the trigger is coming. And, um, we saw this little dog coming towards us. There's like a group of like four or five people walking. And then they had one little, um, Shih Tzu thing. And I pulled this lab out um, into the street, so we were, like, between two parked cars and had him sit down, like, just off of the curb because it was kind of a narrow sidewalk. Yeah. So we were out of the way. And the guy holding this shih tzu starts walking his dog up towards us, and I said, he's not friendly. And he kept coming. And, like, his dog was pulling on the leash to, like, try to sniff my dog, and I'm holding this dog back with, like, my leg um, and, like, shoving food in his mouth and trying to keep him quiet and calm yeah. in this this interaction. And I kept saying over and over, this dog's not friendly. This dog's not friendly. Like, why would you walk your little 15-pound shih tzu up to a 90-pound lab if someone Because is, people don't believe you. They don't I, believe you. Oh, oh, my dog's friends with everyone. No, fuck you. I, I don't care. Or I, I've never met a dog that doesn't like me. Well, you haven't worked with enough dogs. Yeah. That's just the bottom line. It's not, how, it's it's not, not how, how it works. works. No. And, um, the only thing that, like, me and, me and my client looked at each other afterwards and we were like, what the fuck just happened? Um, that guy didn't even stop approaching us. One of his friends had to, like, pull him and his dog away. Either he was very drunk or very high. I I can't, I don't, there had to be some reason why all common sense left this, this person's mind. But we still, like, it was, like, two weeks later, we were still like, what the fuck was up with that dude in the shih tzu? Like, it was, it was just insane. And people used to do that in the pet store all the time. They would be like walking around with their little dog off leash. And we would say, oh, do you need to borrow a leash? Because we had literally leashes on stock to give customers who came into the store without a leashed pet. And um, they'd be like, oh, well, my dog's, my dog's not aggressive. And it's like, it's not, it's not your dog. It's the other dog. Why would you let yeah. your dog walk up to a stranger's dog? Dogs yeah. everywhere are aggressive. There's aggressive dogs all over the place. They don't look like any particular thing. It's just the nature of, of raising animals is difficult and people do it in ways that isn't always successful. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll um, interrupt that to say that uh, sometimes you can do everything right and still end up with a dog that has um, aggression yeah. issues. It just happens sometimes and you need to be, <laughs> you need to be defensive with your dog. I generally tell my clients that Especially if they go to dog parks, they never need to, um, let their dog sniff another dog on the leash. Like if your dog has social opportunities, um, like dog park or a friend's house or something like that, where they get to play with other dogs off leash, there's no reason your dog needs to interact with another dog on leash because the leash just generally provides more opportunities for problems. Yeah um i don't let my dog socialize on leash i've had too many um bad experiences either the other person's dog reacts or my dog reacts to something they do whatever it is i just it's not worth it
1: yeah i just mind my own business for the most part although i am convinced sherlock had seasonal depression because he was such an asshole to dogs during the winter and then as soon as it got warmer he was nice to everyone again
0: that's interesting i'd buy i'd buy it just like humans. You should get them a little sad lamp.
1: I know, right? Do you watch Brat City?
0: Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking about. <laughs> it was like my first um, introduction to sad lamps. It was yeah. Lana building like a foil room.
1: Yeah, that, that's what Sherlock needed.
0: We finally took the dogs back to the dog park for uh, the first time in, I don't know, like two months. It's just been so hot. Yeah, and we haven't been free and available at the times of the day that it would be cool enough to go to the park. I also really try hard to avoid the like peak hours at the dog park.
1: Yeah, because it's fucking insane.
0: seven to nine a.m. is really bad, and um, like five to eight p.m. is really bad, and that's when it's cool enough. Yeah, but we went yesterday and um, went two days in a row actually, which was too much for Freya because now she's her hips are bothering her so. Mm. note taken, we'll be more thoughtful about that. Um, but the, the kiddie pool is there. Uh, yeah. You know, I saw her summer, bathing in it. Summertime, yeah. She just she just saw that kiddie pool and just booked it away from us, just sprinted to that kiddie pool. And we're yelling her name. She and knew she, what she wanted. She knew what yeah. she wanted, and she laid right down in it, um, which is like our, generally our rule is we let her play in the water at the dog park. She likes it a lot but like she's allowed to get totally wet and then she's allowed to run around and play fetch and enjoy herself. And when she's dry, we leave. And so we were there like 45 minutes and she finally dried off. And then right before we were about to oh, load no. the dogs up in the car, she sprinted to the pool and laid down in oh, it again. No. Freya. So then we had to wait a little while longer. And it was also the day that like, of course we have two cars. We have one car that's like 10 years old and and really junky and we throw the dogs in the back when they're muddy no problem at all and then we have a nice new car that we lease Um, and so we try to not put the dogs in the car that we don't technically own and of course that day that Freya went and uh, went swimming in the mud at the dog park was um, we had taken the leased car and it wasn't just Freya I mean Freya likes the water the water's easier to handle Spooky likes the mud
1: that's bad, yeah.
0: That one's really annoying. Like, she, she goes face-first down into a puddle of mud and rolls oh around. Oh, my God. She's nasty. But the dog park is nice because it really just kills them. They just really do sleep for, like, eight hours after we go. That's good.
1: Sherlock just is so, he just plays, like, fun police the whole time he's there. Oh, does he? He just barks at everyone.
0: Fun police is a really annoying game. Lilu is a fun police dog, and
1: I hate it and also just like rubs everyone the wrong way and everyone like panics and especially because like not everyone knows what they're doing they like start hovering yeah and like yo like just back away
0: yeah i mean for those of um listening that don't know what fun policing is is when your dog sees two other dogs having a good time and they run over and bark and interrupt them uh it's pretty common Spooky did something even worse the other day, which was totally my fault, and I'll own up and t- accept it. We were waiting for the dogs to dry at the dog park after they'd um, went and rolled around in the pool. And we had – did you know McDonald's has cold brew fraps now? They're, they're good. No. They're I good. Um, they're, like, super strong. Because you know McDonald's iced coffee is, like, milk like, it just doesn't have any caffeine no, in it. McDonald
1: McDonald's doesn't have – McDonald's coffee is not bad.
0: No, the iced coffee – no, the coffee's good, but the iced coffee, there's very little coffee in it.
1: Yeah. But the, okay. cold,
0: the cold brew frap is, like, pretty caffeinated. So, anyway, we each had cold brew fraps, and Spooky was, like, really into mine and really wanted um, really wanted a little bit. And so I did that, like, sucker thing where you just, like, give in to a cute dog, and I, like, took my straw out, and I let her just have, like, one little lick off of the straw. Just enough caffeine to make her, you know, heart race a little bit, but not enough to kill her. Yeah. And um, she got that little lick of caffeine and there was a dog like walking like (laughs) fucking um, like far away from us, like at least 20 feet away from us, minding its own fucking business. And Spooky just turned on her heels and ran at that dog like teeth bared and um, snapping the air. And I screamed so loud. She stopped in her tracks and came back to me. And then I was like, sorry to the guy whose dog that was. Because it was totally my fault. I had just given my dog a resource, right? I had just given her a, a little tasty treat. And she um, went and attacked the closest. But he you know, that's the thing about Spooky that really grinds my gears is that that, that dog wasn't even looking at us, that dog wasn't even an issue. He should have been outside of the the trigger bubble. I would have never like given my dog something had I thought a dog twenty feet away would have um been triggered by it. But that was just a foolish, careless thing that I did. And the guy was like, "Oh, it's fine. My dog does it all the time to other dogs." It was like, "Thank God he was cool about it." Because there was like sometimes people yeah. just don't understand basic dog behavior, and then they're really shitty about it. Yeah, yeah. We went, to, we went to Rosie's dog beach several years ago and we were laying in the sand with Freya and she had a tennis ball. And um, this little dog ran up to us and like basically jumped on us, like stepped on my stomach a couple times and was running around Freya. And Freya showed her teeth um, because she had her tennis ball. And the guy that had that dog like lost his shit on us. He's like, this is how dogs get bitten. This is how dogs get killed. And I was like, my dog is just... She didn't even growl. She just kind of was like, don't come near my ball. This guy's dog was on top of me, like on my chest, licking my face. Like, you can't tell me my dog's not allowed to have boundaries. Your dog doesn't have any boundaries. Anyway, people are stupid.
1: Yeah, or people, they just need to be educated about it. That's all it is. The thing is, when, I mean, when we were growing up with dogs, they were not treated the same as like, how we treat our dogs now so much has like changed in the industry right and people care more now so it's like it's the old school ideas of like oh like it's just a dog I don't know
0: well yeah it's definitely more people are having dogs than having children and so that's a good demographic of pet owners because they're putting in the resources that they would put into a kid, into their dog instead as far as like education and the right kind of food and um, physical and emotional outlets and that sort of stuff. Um, when we worked at the pet store, we always, I always had this interesting kind of thing with um, younger people who would come in with a dog and they maybe still lived with their parents or they were close with their parents and their parents were of a um, background where animals weren't allowed inside of the house. And they were like, well, you know, my mom thinks dogs are dirty or my mom thinks I'll get a disease because I let the dog um, into the house. How can I convince her? That's not true. And it's like, I can't really give you any advice on that. But I do think it shows like a cultural shift. Um, Everybody has dogs and everybody wants that kind of companionship. And I think the companionship a dog brings is really important in the like shithole of a society we currently live in. And I think a lot of people are finding that. With dogs, uh, they want... Um, that sort of like unconditional love and a source of, um, affection and energy for your day to day. I certainly know that when my dogs aren't here, if I leave them at my dad's for the weekend or something, I I don't, I don't get out of bed. Why would, there's no one that needs me. Um, so, you know, I I think dogs are a really good thing and I think they can bring a lot of good things to people. But if you want to get a dog, you need to uh, do the research. You can't just assume, dogs are okay living in the backyard, just because that's what you maybe grew up seeing doesn't mean that's what's necessarily acceptable nowadays. Hmm. I mean, um, this dog that I'm working with, um, the reactivity thing regarding like skateboards and um, bicycles and stuff. Um, you know, that dog was, we think living in a backyard for five years. Had never gone on a walk, had never been on a leash before, had never known any of those um, aspects of life. And so that's why when he starts getting walked on a leash, he doesn't really understand how to do it. I mean, he spent five years in a backyard. That's insane.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. It's insane.
0: Um, We're at about 52 minutes here.
1: I mean, we rambled, but...
0: Yeah, I'll edit out some of the stuff about... um, people and places that we shouldn't really <laughs> mention. Yeah. Do you have any closing, closing thoughts?
1: No, I just, I need to, I just need to remind myself I need to be more patient.
0: I mean, just separate yourself. Yeah. yeah. Or like take an edible.
1: I know it seemed to work. I'm like ready to go to sleep right now.
0: Just remove yourself from the situation for a few moments and remind yourself um that dogs are stupid and they do stupid shit. Yeah. And sometimes uh, they'll know one thing or underst- understand a behavior for years and years and years and then just suddenly decide they're not going to do it anymore. He's got to reteach it. Yeah. If Sherlock doesn't like to walk with one booty on, then you know what uh, you're going to practice inside the apartment today.
1: To Walking with one booty on.
0: Yeah, exactly. If he'll walk with one booty on in the kitchen, he can go walk with one booty on on the sidewalk and go take his piss without complaining so much oh the work is never over no the work is never over it's a lifelong it's a lifelong journey training your dog hi oh my god hi shirley i gotta screenshot you you're so cute hell yeah
1: Thanks for listening. You can find us on Twitter and
0: Instagram at triple F Dogcast. You can email us questions at triple F Dogcast at gmail.com. Bye. Bye. Beautiful. You didn't say, we had to say bye. It I. You know what? It was improv. It
1: wasn't in the script. <laughs>
0: Sorry. <laughs> you